Hello and welcome to another episode of Broke Bitch Anonymous. This is our uh, moratorium episode. That is why I'm wearing these sunglasses and this hat. I'm just kidding. It's Memorial Day. Everyone else is outside barbecuing, doing cookouts. I was not invited to a single cookout this weekend, but I honestly thought I was going to still have a really good weekend because... I mean, I announced that I'm pregnant, so I thought people would be excited for me. They were not. But anyway, it hasn't been the best, but we'll get into it. I'm sitting here with my lovely producer, Avery Rodriguez. Am I saying that right? That is correct. Okay, perfect. Hello, everyone. So happy to be here. I forced her to uh, be on camera with me because I didn't want to be sitting here alone. It's so weird because as much as I've done this dozens of times now on my own, the idea of doing it on camera is still like... I guess it feels new and I feel nervous and I try to tell myself that when I'm nervous, I'm just excited. Someone taught me that tip a few years ago and it kind of works, but it kind of doesn't. It's one of those therapy tricks that like you want to believe that it's true, but it doesn't really, it doesn't really help you. So anyway, it's Memorial Day and I forced Avery to be here with me and I'm actually wearing these sunglasses, one, because I found them at Walmart for 50 cents, which I didn't even know that things still cost 50 cents. Like avocados now are like $4 an avocado, literally, no, literally, like every time I go to the grocery store to like buy an avocado, it's you like... You go to a farmer's market because what? Farmer's markets are more expensive. Oh, not the one I go to. Really? Well, I'm also in Florida. Oh, oh, true. Okay. I mean, you go, but you go back and forth between. I'm okay. not really buying groceries up here, though. Fair. I literally go to Walmart for like my basics now because everything is so fucking expensive. Oh, man. But I feel like I love a farmer's market. Don't get me wrong. But a farmer's market is where you go and buy like $17 strawberries. What? Oh, that's what, my that's farmer's what, market is just elite. I go there, spend $20. I get a bunch of stuff. That's crazy. Okay, I don't know what farmer's markets you're going to. I'm going to the, like, I remember the last time I went to a farmer's market. I think I was in Santa Monica. This is probably my problem. Uh, I went to, like, the bougie. Wait, wait, how did you even get there? I went to, like, the bougie Santa Monica farmer's market that all of the best chefs in the world go to and, like, overnight their produce back to New York. And, like, a lemon was, like, $8. Don't get me wrong. I love expensive produce. But anyway, everything is expensive now. These sunglasses were very cheap, so I had to buy them. Also, they reminded me of Tim Dillon's Famous aviators, and you guys probably know, but like that's my favorite podcaster ever. I'm obsessed with him. I think it's actually unhealthy how long I can listen to Tim Dillon for and how many hours I've probably listened to him for at this point, and I can just keep going. Like it has to be a mental disorder. I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't figured it out. And to be honest, I'm not really interested in figuring it out. But anyway. They reminded me of him and they were 50 cents. So I was like, okay, we have to go. And the lights are really bright. Don't worry. I'm going to take them off because I know I look like a fucking idiot. But for now, they're staying on. I don't care. And then I threw on the Amiri hat because I was like, if I'm channeling one great podcaster, let me channel another. And this hat, to me, this hat is my Joe Budden hat because when Joe Budden was being roasted by the internet and his former co-hosts or whatever you want to call them, Rory and Mal... I don't, we talked about this before and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. But when he infamously was like caught, you know, not necessarily splitting up the money that the podcast was making evenly, which fair enough. I mean, but it's like, it's his show, whatever. I don't, we don't need to get into it. I don't know who was right, who was wrong, but they accused Joe of getting too much money because he was wearing Amiri hats. Can you really be getting too much money though? Okay. Well, that's a good question. I think, yes, actually, I think you can. So I've been extremely mentally ill and isolated over the last, really over this weekend. And usually I love to like, 
you know, something's for me, I know something is really wrong when I like don't want to ruminate on my own thoughts. And so instead of looking on Instagram and refreshing YouTube, which like has no views anyway, so it doesn't even matter. I feel like I think the only comment on the YouTube channel was Millie come back to Vivid, which is like the strip club I used to work at. (laughs) And I was like, this is not what we wanted. Like, fuck, this is such a tragic existence. I'm letting it marinate. But anyway, so what I started doing instead, and I think probably I don't know who else watches these videos, probably like Kanye West, because he's he's obsessed with Steve Jobs. But I started watching a lot of like really weird niche intellectual YouTube videos, like old Steve Jobs clips. And then somehow it led me down this rabbit hole of major gas companies like Shell and how they've like pillaged third world countries and literally like poisoned people, like killed, like killed active, like terrible and how they're in the pockets of the government and how it's like just this huge clusterfuck and you know we go to the gas station and we get gas because we need to but it's tied into like big plastic which is because because you need gas to make plastics and whatever anyway these companies make way too much money and they're super corrupt and they pretty much poison the planet Mm. so yes i think you can make too much money like i love capitalism but i feel like there's a point where you go "Mm, i don't know if that's okay to like poison all of Nigeria and then like kill a bunch of activists and like never have it reported on even the mainstream news in America. It's insane. Yeah. Too much money can do that. And it's, it's crazy because I feel like it's a pattern where, I mean, it's like a very basic eighth grade social studies or history quote of like absolute power corrupts absolutely or whatever. Have you heard that quote? I haven't. Really? That was like one of the first quotes I remember when I sat down in my eighth grade social studies class that my teacher. But that is so true. It's very true. Mm. It's very true. It's concerning, though. Um, And I had no idea, honestly, that Shell was so evil. I mean, I guess you assume, but also like you have to live your life. So Mm. it's like, what can you do, really? Then you feel power like powerless because like it's just me against Shell. A corporation. Literally. And also anytime that an activist actually like there was an activist who was very vocal. I don't even expect to talk about this today, but there was an activist who was very vocal about the fact that Shell would literally leave like giant oil spills in Nigeria, like giving people cancer, polluting mm. the food supply, like the fish. There's videos of people like covered in gas because they're like mm. trying it's like it's so tragic and awful and there was an activist who was like very vocal and kind of stopping like this shell takeover which is also the government takeover because they're all wrapped up and they killed him Mm. they got the government to hang him Mm. which is fucking insane Mm. but anyway so and there's a bunch of stories like that so i think you can make too much money I do believe that it's possible. I personally am not in a place where I'm concerned about currently making too much money as me right now. Yeah, I have a couple, you know, <laughs> like milestones to hit, you know? <laughs> it's exactly like, I guess also something I'm coming to terms with, and this ties into all the shit that I was dealing with this weekend, but something I'm coming to terms with is like, usually the goals that you set for yourself, while it's very important to achieve them, I find and maybe it's just I'm a miserable person so this could be the the answer or the reason but I find when I achieve them like that just means there's more work now like my oh. ultimate goal <laughs> in the beginning of this year was like buy a house get out of the club build your podcast studio start doing YouTube hustle that way like get a couple of brand sponsorships 
I literally have that now. Mm-hmm. It's a, like this morning I woke up and I was like so miserable. And I was like, I have to zoom out because I had like I did like I, I, I accomplished that goal. And now, of course, there's other goals, mm-hmm. but it's like each goal unlocks like 10 new goals. Right. Or little things that like if you want to maintain that and keep going, you have to like. It's true. Keep but checking. also, I think like you realize that a lot of life is like quite terrible and even the things you thought would make you happy like the realities of them are pretty different like even so I posted on Instagram yesterday that I I posted the YouTube video the last one that we did with with Kinesia which by the way we were supposed to have a guest on today and she didn't she was like down you know it was we were supposed to start at one o'clock today should I take these glasses off I probably should I look really fucking dumb okay that's better (laughs) I'm leaving the hat though because also my hair looked crazy last time and I'm so mad that nobody told me. Also, I just lost a nail on air, but I don't care. That's where we're at today. We're living okay. life. <laughs> we, uh, we are not living life. Maybe you're living life. I am like barely hanging on by a thread here, but no. Okay. So we were supposed to have a guest on today and she didn't answer my DM last night just to confirm that she was still coming. So I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I am. This was honestly never supposed to be a guest show. This has always been like me talking when I have guests. I think it works out well sometimes and I enjoy having them on. Do I have a giant platform where I can be like, oh, you're so lucky to be on this show? Absolutely not. But I still think like there should be like a level of like mutual respect, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to like beg anyone to come on. I, I want my friends to come on. I want like friends of the show, like whenever you're in town. And you can produce an episode, like stuff like that. But I'm not going to be like begging people to come do the show, whatever. No, don't force it. No, I'm not forcing it. But also like Kinesia. So I posted the the last video that we did yesterday on Saturday or Sunday. It's Monday now. And Kinesia, I guess she was busy or something. And I, I, I you know what? I was going to say I'm not dragging her. I am because she didn't even text me back and she didn't even post the video. And I was like, she's like, I'll text you back later. And she didn't. And she never even shared it. So like, I don't want that to happen. Like, like, is it, is it so terrible that you don't even want to like post it? I don't know. So anyway, the guest who was supposed to come on today, it's fine. Kinesia, I love you. I'm sure that you were busy and it's really no hard feelings, but the girl who was supposed to come on today, if she wants to come on another episode, that would be great. But for now, I don't mind. I don't mind holding it down alone. Honestly, I think the best episodes are solo somehow. It's just very different because usually I can like take breaks. I can like pace around and eat Oreos and then like come back and it's very different. But anyway, yesterday I announced that I was pregnant and this is also about like things that you look forward to as goals and then they're very different in reality. And this is not news to everybody, anyone, anyone like life is different than our fantasies of what life is supposed to be like that's just a thing that you learn when you're fucking three years old but I really expected like I know that this wasn't an expected thing and I know that I haven't had like a long-term boyfriend for the last like it's not like I've been with one person that everybody knows that Mm -hmm. you know is whatever so I get it but I still expected people to like be supportive Mm -hmm. like I still well, if you're excited to share, you would expect the excitement. In right. And I and I was really looking forward to yesterday because for the last two and a half months, I've like kept it a secret and I haven't. And I feel like I've been living a lie. Kind of like yeah. it's and I've just been so secluded because it's like, you know, I can't really do any of the things that I used to do. I can't even go to work. 
And really overnight, I had to like flip my life like completely Mm -hmm. and in a completely unexpected way. It wasn't like I was trying to get pregnant. It wasn't like this was something that was planned like in any way whatsoever. So it was like I had a plan of like, okay, I'm going to keep making money. I'm going to keep like doing all these things. And literally overnight, it was like, okay, we're taking a completely different path or like we're going to figure it out in some way. And it was really hard for two months to just be like more or less alone, you know, telling a few people, but not really. Mm-hmm. And yesterday before I posted it on Instagram, I had, like, let me tell you what the worst text that you will like, one of the worst texts I think you could ever have to send to somebody. Mm. I had to send it yesterday. I didn't realize that this was going to be, I never thought about the fact that this is a terrible text, but I, there's like one person really just one person like we all have kind of like people that I feel like most people have you know somebody that you kind of fuck with still if you're in their city or you maybe had a relationship in the past and it didn't really end but it also you're not on bad terms but you Mm. kind of just you know you're in different places and when you see each other like it is what it is I I feel like that's very normal now Mm. in our like modern dating type of thing at least I know it's not healthy but at least for me that's kind of I think the space that I've been at for the last little while And there's one person that I really, really didn't want to tell because I just didn't even know like how to say it. But I also didn't want him to see it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, I really have to send this text. Like I I have to just do it and and apologize that it's going to be cringe. But like nobody wants to text somebody that, you know, they have had a history with and they're still on good terms with and they care about like, by the way, I'm pregnant. Like that's such a like. literally so my like after the stress of that finally got that over with I was like okay I can finally post this like here we go let's go I was thinking of you know all the celebrities that I mean not even celebrities just regular people that post their pregnancies and they get like hundreds of comments of congratulations and everything like that um so I posted my little video and it was chill like you would have to even read it to see that it was a pregnancy announcement. I didn't post like some crazy shit or like some no offense, but like, you know, those TikToks or reels that people make with like the baby voice and things like those classic. Like a, um, it's just, what is it? Announcement. Yeah. And um, I, I thought about it, but I was like, this isn't really my lane. Like, I'm just going to do it like this. So anyway, it was a pretty chill, I thought, announcement. And uh it didn't it didn't get the it didn't get the reception that I that I wanted it to I actually this is how you know it's bad when you have to turn the comments off Mm. I've never done that before I've never done that before on any post of mine I'm not a contra I mean if I am a controversial figure nobody cares that much and also like I don't care that much about bad comments whatever the the comments were they like negative they were they were weird and there like wasn't enough of them Mm. like I was like this like I'm embarrassed so I'm just gonna instead of like refreshing constantly and being like like even Kinesi didn't even like the post Mm. like even like and my friend this is people are so I have a terrible history of like choosing men in my life I really have very bad taste but like yet again and I don't mean to complain but it's like I feel like people are so two-faced because even a couple of my friends reached out and they were like, send me like the, the video so I can post it. And they never even, they didn't. Right. So why are you asking? Hey, I would say <laughs> as someone who can somewhat relate, 
as like, you know, feeling like friends don't support their business or whatever they have going on. I've just learned to like not take it personal and keep doing me. Mm -hmm. And eventually people either come back around or they try to, but now the energy's different. So I just move a little differently. Yeah. I, I take notes, you know? No, for sure. I fill the notepad. I'm like, mm, don't, you know, I'm not going to use this against you, but um, I definitely know. Oh, I am going to use this against uh, you. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, but it's, it's unfortunate because... Yes, the energy is different. And I understand, you know, supporting people's businesses, but I feel like that's different because that's a monetary thing. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, you can support someone's business with a reshare or whatever, but this isn't even a monetary thing. Like it really costs nothing to mm -hmm. like show your support. Like I've had friends where they've had businesses and I want to support them, but I literally am not really in a place to do it mm -hmm. or I like need to buy groceries or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when people take it or actually even, and I'm sorry if she's listening, like even my lash tech, who I would always, she's a girlfriend of mine and I would always let her do my lashes because like I like the way she did them and she's my friend and like I'm going to support her, of course. But since I got pregnant and it's kind of expensive to always get your lashes done, I like started doing my own lashes. Like I know it's, it's crazy. But if you guys don't do your own lashes, honestly, try because it's so much cheaper. I literally spent $12 on Amazon for this little like lash kit and it's lasted me like two months mm -hmm. and it's going to keep like it. it's I've saved probably like $400 at this point already. I mean, they don't look great, but it's like, it's something. So anyway, I started doing my own lashes and she got super, like I could tell she was offended and I understand, but sometimes you can't support people's businesses in the way that you want just right. out of like circumstance. But this was something where I was like, I feel like this isn't asking that much, but like the radio silence or like the weird ass comments it was weird. Like a lot of them were like very backhanded. And I don't know if I'm just sensitive right now. I feel like I am. Even my fucking mother, she's in Poland and like my whole family's in Poland. So I didn't get that like opportunity to announce to like people in real life that okay. I'm pregnant. I didn't get the And I love to like film shit. I didn't get the opportunity to like see their faces. Like I didn't mm. get that. I all of that. I don't want to say I was robbed, but like I didn't get that. So yeah whatever so my mother she's like okay I'm gonna tell your grandma and the family um I'm gonna tell them and you know I'm they'll they're gonna be so happy whatever I'm like okay mom cool can you please just take a video when you do it and send it to me like that's all I ask for because my grandma's like 93 I don't even like knock on wood she's doing okay but it's mm -hmm. like I'm grateful that she's like still around and I just this is a there's probably not going to be another time that I'm pregnant and I can like tell her this, right, right. you know, and they don't even speak fucking English. So if I were to do it in my broken Polish, like I would rather my mom just do it, take a video, whatever. She's like, yeah, no problem, Claudia. I'll take a video. Doesn't take the fucking video. Like, and I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if I'm just being overly emotional and I'm expecting too much no, here. I mean, it was kind of like your request and this is a very, it was the one thing, one thing, literally the one thing. And it's like, I shouldn't be, disappointed because this is what my mother does she always says she's gonna do something and like i mean she's i'm not complaining about her like she's a good mom but like you know how like your family especially especially i don't know if you have a relationship like this with your mom but for me every like my mom just knows exactly what to do to piss me off the most oh. <laughs> like no, well that doesn't really happen but it's it's um you know family is family that's all you can really say about that one <laughs> Fair enough. Well, my family is not my family anymore after. I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, so she didn't take the video. I was upset. And I again, I don't know if I'm just being emotional, but I turned off the comments. But one thing I thought would be funny, maybe, since we are 
on this subject mm-hmm. is I wrote down a list of my favorite responses that I got to my pregnancy announcement yesterday. Okay. Um, so let's go. <laughs> let's go. Okay. First one. Wow. WTF. Great. Next one. Shocked. Next one. This was from a while ago. This one, it was a text that my friend sent me um, after I told her this wasn't in a comment yesterday, but she said, in it, you know, it was a bigger text than this, but this was one of the parts. She said, God will forgive you. <laughs> Great. Um, next one. You guys could probably guess which where this one is from. Uh, it said, if you have this baby, that will be a problem, just so you know, so don't try me. Great. Love that. Peace and serenity uh, for me. Thank you. The next one said, who's the father? Probably some Atlanta dope boy or scammer. She fucks with them heavy in her IG stories. Great. Thank you. Uh, the next one said, my stripper name, come back to the strip club. So those are all very supportive. Mm. And the thing is, I guess I don't expect people to be super supportive. I think it was just something that I was personally looking forward to and I was excited to. I mean, to. that's fair, though. That's right. Fair. Especially if you're excited to announce you would want the energy just reciprocated. Right. And, and at least like. Maybe if you don't, you're not a big fan. Some people, they're not a big fan of pregnancy at all or just they want to they feel like they have this image like of what pregnancy should look like and how it should go for Mm -hmm. everyone, not just themselves. So when someone comes to them with that kind of news, they're not as, you know, oh, my gosh, that's so great. Or they're just like, oh, and they don't know how to react. Yeah. So that's okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Oops. I want to put these sunglasses back on, but I will, ref- it, I, I will resist. No, I look like a fucking idiot actually. But anyway, that was, that's the one thing. And I, I know that it's like a very charged emotionally and politically charged subject. And especially a time right now with everything going on with Roe versus Wade. And no one cares about my opinion on this. So I'm going to keep it short, but like, obviously I believe in abortion. Obviously I believe in, women should have the right to choose what to do with their bodies. I don't even think that should be an argument. It's very sad that it is. However, I also feel like we are living in this, like, like we're kind of brainwashed and living in this like death cult where like almost every pregnancy is like, unless you're like married and in a perfect place in your life, which honestly life is never really perfect. Even if you are married, who's to say you won't end up like not to be pessimistic, but who's to say you won't end up as a single mom. Who's to say, even if you stay married, that the father isn't going to be away a lot of the time. Like there's just so many variables and so much shit that can go wrong in life that you can't live looking, like looking at all the possible things that might go wrong. You just have to live your life. We're waiting for the right time. Right. And that's another thing I want to talk about, but like I think, and I'm guilty of this too, because I was raised not in a liberal household. My mom is very Catholic, literally doesn't even believe in abortion. And my dad was like kind of Christian-ish, but we were not like my parents, it was the nineties too, but my parents were never like, whatever your, your gender is like, whatever you feel or like none of like, it was, it was not really like a super liberal household. It was like pretty traditional for the most part. So I wasn't even raised indoctrinated in like this super liberal woke ideology, but even at school then, and I'm grateful that like abortion has been an option that I personally have always had in my life. I've always lived places where it is legal, like where my family is in Poland, it's literally illegal. Like you can't even like it's that's fucking scary. If you live in a place where you literally can't get an abortion in your country, you have to go to a whole different country. That's insane. So I'm grateful for that, but I still think that we 
are raised for the most part, like indoctrinated in this idea of like abortion is like a good thing. And it is a good thing. So don't twist my words, but it's also like a very traumatic, shitty thing. And most people that have abortions regret them, even if it was, you know, the right decision for them. They don't necessarily regret not having the child, but like it's a traumatic thing. It's not just like a light thing where you walk into an abortion clinic and like go on with your day. Like you can, but it's like, that's not really how it works, you know? And those are not fun places to be at. Those like, it's not like, it's not like taking a vitamin. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. not. No, it's really, it's literally sucking the life out of you. Right. Like, And so for people to be so cavalier about it and just like, oh, well, just get an abortion. Like, and I'm not even going to talk about my baby daddy because I don't. The temptation to like make my entire personality just like shitting on him is like very strong. (laughs) But I'm not going to do it because uh, first of all, he's literally threatened me. And second, I don't think he's a bad person. And I have faith that like we're going to figure it out, whatever that means. So like that's his another thing but just the the inclination for kind of everybody to be like oh just get an abortion it's like i think we also there's like a sickness in us where we just like why are we so quick to be like anti-life as well like i'm pro-choice 100 percent, but i just think it's a little bit weird how like I feel like having kids is a good thing. Like for the most part, you know, obviously you shouldn't bring a kid into a super fucked up situation, but I think that look at your life. Like for the most part, I feel like people should have kids. Like what else is going to be in your life that will fulfill you as much unless you're super successful. And even if you are super successful, you could be missing that thing. Right. And yeah, I mean, they're descendant of you. Like, you know, life is short and it's true. I mean, I always criticize, like for me, when I was growing up, I actually always thought I never wanted to have kids. Cause I was like, that's so basic. Like, I'm not going to just be a breeder. I'm going to be a novelist. Like, I don't know. I was like really fucked up in the head, but, and I still believe to some extent that like, you're like looking at having kids as your greatest accomplishment in life. There is something inherently kind of gross about that to me because yeah, it's like, I saw like, a tweet about that yesterday. What did the tweet say? Uh, oh, not but it was like it was essentially saying like if uh having a kid is the great the greatest like peak of your life like um there's nothing wrong with having a kid but it's the greatest peak of your life should have something to do with like you instead of just like having a kid some people literally don't really have too much going on so when they have a kid this is like this is the greatest thing that ever right. happened for me which i think so. i don't know how i feel about that no i i think that it's it's interesting i think a lot of people have kids to fix things mm-hmm. or to add like to give them something to do. Yeah. And to... and I'm not even here to judge those people, but like I never wanted to necessarily be like that. And I never saw kids as like the only thing I was like put on earth to do. Mm-hmm. But I also think like if you are still inclined to have kids, it can like really add to your life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And so overall, like for whatever reason you choose to have kids, I mean, hopefully you're not bringing a kid into the world just to like fix something, but or get revenge on someone. Like some people literally like true. Ugh, no, there's a lot of dark shit that happens, and if nothing else, I feel bad for those kids. I feel bad for those kids too, but like if nothing else, I'm happy that like anybody who know like I've never trapped fucking anyone. Even this situation, like he nobody can accuse me of like getting revenge on someone or like mm-hmm. trying to trap someone or. Like, like you're doing it for you. Yeah, like and like but I never like went out of my way to like you know plot something and like be de- like deceit dis- 
deceptful yeah that's the word but you know deceitful Mm -hmm. but you know there's there's and again i'm not even here to like judge women but there's girls who will be like i'm on birth control and they're not on birth control like this shit happens all the time like it it, like i need 40 dollars for plan b never gets plan b right or yo i know girls who ask for a like they're not pregnant but i know girls who ask for abortion money and they'll get the 500 dollars and they'll just go on with their day and honestly i'm not even mad at that hustle if you have ever asked a man that you fucked for abortion money and you just got the $500 out of him and just were able to go on with your day. I really respect that. And I actually want to give that out as a good tip, a good financial literary tip, literacy tip to anyone listening. Because how are they going to know? What are they going to, especially if, you know, you don't live in their city or you don't see them that often. How are they going to know? When you're first pregnant, you don't look pregnant anyways. What, they want a pregnancy test? Okay, cool. Just like Google positive pregnancy tests or I'll send you a picture. It's fine. But it's it's just there's a lot of shit that happens, unfortunately, and a lot of kids brought into the world in like, I guess, kind of deceptive ways. But I think ultimately whatever is supposed to happen does happen. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a complicated argument. It's a complicated argument. But overall... I do think we are too quick to rely on abortion as an answer when like sometimes most people, unless you are mega successful and genuinely fulfilled in all corners of your life and just don't want kids like from the bottom of your core, most people I think can benefit from having kids like when you reach a certain age. And that was the other weird thing that I kind of want to address I don't know if anyone will will relate to this, but as I was like, and I hope that by the time my kid is like old enough to listen to this, all of this is gone from YouTube or I mean, I'm, I'm going to honestly have a really honest relationship with my kid, he or she or whatever it is. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that was one thing when I this is such a bad look, by the way, this is such a bad look. But anyway, it's fine. That was one thing I really had to contend with about this whole situation because I am 30 Like when people were telling me, like, just go get an abortion, like, it's fine, like, don't think about it, don't think too much about it, whatever. I was like, okay, I have five years until I'm considered like a geriatric pregnancy. Like, after 35 or at 35, you're a geriatric pregnancy, like, you're a high risk geriatric pregnancy where like they run all these extra tests, they do all this extra stuff. I'm like, I looked at the situation. I'm like, first of all, I know people who have gotten abortions and they were never able to have kids again. So that's really scary. So that shit is fucking scary. And also, what are the chances of like me actually meeting like my Prince Charming and like getting married and having like between one to three kids in a safe period of time? Like... Mm -hmm. It, the chances are low, like very low at this point. And I and I was just I don't want to speak on this, but I just want to be completely transparent and honest. Like it's something that went through my mind. And I was like, this is an age thing at this point that like I don't want to fuck this up for my whole life and live with the regret mm-hmm. like and be 60 and alone and like have like fucked up my repro- like I don't it's scary. Mm-hmm. No. And like the fact that people don't really consider that and they just look at it like, Oh, it's fine. Like, and it's true for some women after you get an abortion, you actually have a higher likelihood of getting pregnant again. Like some girls, I've heard stories of they get an abortion, then two weeks later they're pregnant again, which is Mm. fucking crazy. That's I haven't heard that one before. Bodies are insane. I don't know what's going on. Human, the human cycle, human life, just 
it's, we are intricate as hell. It's, we are. It's kind of repulsive, but it's also kind of like, it's all we have. So we might as well think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like on the app that I have, I remember I used to always think, and this would, this was the thing that always pissed me off the most about like people who were pregnant. Cause they would always be like, it's the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me. And like my kind of primitive teenage brain, I'd be like, you had sex and like, it's that's what it's not the most beautiful thing it's like the most basic natural like it's it's the most fundamental thing that like everybody does you Mm -hmm. know it's not like you painted the fucking mona lisa but at the same time like it is kind of cool Mm -hmm. maybe i'm just getting older and like softer but also there's you know there's people who try for a really long time to get pregnant and and can't and can't i never understood that either i get that's just another part of the human it's crazy i mean like courtney and Travis, have you been following the wedding? Mm-mm. Okay, the Kardashian, like, Satan clan. I mean, I don't know. I, I just love conspiracies too much. But I do think that the Kardashians are inevitably wrapped up in the Illuminati. I, I think it's just insane that they wouldn't be at this point. But regardless, I still watch the Kardashians, and I still think that they are interesting. Well, at least, whatever. They're, but it's the fucking Kardashians. How can you not watch them? So Courtney and Travis, Travis Barker from Blink-182, mm-hmm got married in Italy and I on saw the pictures nice, okay but I don't know anything too deep about the the details okay so they the, I mean the wedding looked very cool I would have been very happy to be there but I wasn't invited but they have been trying to have a kid like they both have kids from their other marriages and relationships right. and whatever but they've been trying to have a kid together because I mean they're billionaires like why not mm-hmm. you know they're in their I think 40s they still have a lot of time why not but they haven't been able to naturally so they're at this fertility clinic that i can only assume because i've researched like how much does because i almost even thought about i was like should i freeze my eggs like could you could right and maybe at this point i'm not concerned about it but like it was a thought that i had had because i know people younger than me who already froze their eggs and i was like should i be like (gasps) thinking about this but anyway so i I researched like how much does ivf treatment cost like how much are people actually paying to like try and have kids Mm -hmm. it can be between like thirty thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars which is fucking crazy that's really expensive that's that i mean you have another life that that can be at the end like no absolutely that's priceless you know so true but it's still a lot of money no it is a lot of money that and um surrogacy true that's also um a big business true it's i think they should make it easier to adopt children also it seems really hard yeah i probably will adopt i think i would I think I, I think adoption would be amazing. Honestly, I'm open to adoption even like down the road, depending mm-hmm. on where my life goes, as long as I'm like financially good. Mm-hmm. But I did you watch Atlanta? Um, the show with um, what's his name? David, Donald Glover. Yeah. No, I don't watch it. OK, there was an episode this past season. Also, someone's fucking mowing the lawn outside. Can you stop? We're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> I know it's Memorial Day. Why is everyone so obsessed with holidays? Holidays don't matter. All that matters is... Here we go with the train. Okay. Sorry, you guys. We had to wait for the fucking tractor trailer to go by the house. That I have to pay... This is why I hate the world that we live in sometimes. I have to pay $300 every month just for people to drive around my house and make noise. I I guess it happens when you live in like a co-op, whatever type of thing you have to pay HOA fees but I don't know what they ever do and they always pick the worst time so I will stop bitching about it I just felt like putting my sunglasses back on because also 
Speaking of the Kardashians, I tried to do this like Kylie Jenner eye makeup that I saw on TikTok. I don't really think it worked out for me. So, Oh, one of the tutorials. Why do the tutorials never work? They always look so perfect. It's like, oh, I can do that. And I'm like, and I kind of know that I can't do it, but I'm like, well, it'll still look okay. And I do it. I'm like, oh God. And then it's too late and it's whatever i think it's just What's the style called what is the what is the kylie jenner style well this is the one she like i sound like such a fucking tool i'm like the kardashians are possessed by satan and then i'm like i tried to do kylie jenner's eye makeup <laughs> like pick one they have so many avenues it's like you can you can like pieces of it, of it. well it's hard to they yeah are hard to avoid and i like trendy things and i like makeup and i like all that stuff so for me like and the kardashians inevitably influence like all of that shit they influence trends in a huge way and like Am I happy for Kim that she's finding her own style outside of Kanye? Absolutely. Like, it's it's a fun thing. It's stupid. Whatever. I don't always want to have to think about how Shell is, like, destroying the earth. Not that I am thinking about that often, but I did learn about that yesterday, which is still insane to me. Also, I learned in my YouTube rabbit hole. I'm going to do a whole episode about this. Did you guys know that the Federal Reserve Bank, so the bank that like prints all of the money in America, mm-hmm. so essentially the bank that prints all of the money in the world because the U.S. dollar is the global reserve currency. Like, money used to be tied to gold mm-hmm. as, like, the fixed thing. But now all currencies, the euro, Japanese yen, the Canadian dollar, everything is tethered and tied to the U.S. dollar. So the Federal Reserve Bank is the most important bank in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, everything depends on the U.S. dollar. Our global economy depends on the U.S. dollar to stay afloat. I thought this shit was run by the government. Like, that's the only thing that made sense to me. It's like the Federal Reserve is what printed all of those hundreds of millions of billions of dollars during COVID for all the relief checks and stimulus checks and everything like that. I thought it was the government. Like, what else could it be? It's the Federal Reserve Bank is not the government. It's like a separate private entity. That's so scary. There's too many. Like, that's fucking crazy. And why are we not taught that in school? Like, I would never. I want you to know that. What? I guess they don't want you to know that. Right. But it's like, we should know where money comes from. The Federal Reserve literally go, you know how you need like a balance in your bank account? So you like, say I want to spend $300 on fucking Fashion Nova. I need to have at least $300 or like $301 to go make that purchase because otherwise it's going to be declined. The Federal Reserve, they don't need to have $300 or $300 million to write a check. They just print the money. And that's how money is made. So that's why we think it's unlimited because we're like, they just print more money. Well, well, yes and no. I mean, I don't think money is unlimited, to be honest. That's why when my when I was taught this, my mind was so blown. But also the reason one of the reasons why we're taught that credit is so important. So like you can get a mortgage, mm-hmm. you can get, you know, a good lease. You use imaginary money. So well, no, but but when we take out loans, it allows the Federal Reserve or private banks because other like banks like Chase or whatever, they also can do this in smaller extents. It allows them to go because they don't when they give you a thirty thousand dollar loan or say I took out a two hundred thousand dollar loan on this house, they don't give you that money from someone else's money. Mm-hmm. Like they aren't like, oh well this billionaire over here he has extra hundreds of thousands so we'll just transfer his money into your because he's not going to need that's not how it works they're able from the loan you take to go and print out that money that you're they're loaning you so every time we take out a loan it inflates the economy more and more Mm. so that's why we're at a place now where like inflation is going so crazy 
because we've printed all these dollars and the more dollars that you print, the less value each dollar has. And we're so reliant on debt. Like in America, it's like debt will set you free. And of course, having good credit is important. But the more debt that we accumulate, the more we the more the government, not the government, the Federal Reserve and banks print money out of nowhere. Right, and, the, like, yeah. and the more there's just dollars floating around from fucking nowhere and it makes no sense. Like the fact that this is the system, when I learned this, I'm like, I'm like, this is a scam. Like if a regular person cut a check from money they invented out of thin air, they would be charged for fraud. Right. But because the Federal Reserve does it, that's literally what they're allowed to do. Like, this is our whole thing. Don't worry about it. We have this. Like, this is just how we make money. So anyway, money is fake. Um, why did I start talking about this? I forget. Learning new things, whatever. Oh, your YouTube rabbit hole, and that was one of the topics. I guess so. But ultimately, I don't know very much about the economy I have been broke for most of my life. I mean, I don't want to say that. I'm richer than I've ever been. But also, fuck it. I just want to, since we're on the topic of pregnancy, I feel like this is probably going to make some people's ears bleed. So I just want to cover the other things that I want to talk about in this topic. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, don't worry, guys. I'm not going to talk about it forever. I'm not going to be one of those mommy bloggers that only talks about my pregnancy and like pimps out my kids on YouTube. Like I'm, I'm really not going to do that. There's just, this is a new thing for me. I'm learning a lot. I want to share it. I want to talk about it because I haven't really been able to talk about it with anyone. That's the thing that's been so, I guess, illuminating to me is like, Pregnancy is, you know, one of the most vulnerable times in a woman's life. Like, if not the most vulnerable, like it's a pretty crazy time, especially if it's your first pregnancy. It's like you don't really know what to expect. I imagine like when you've already been through this, you're kind of like you don't freak out about everything so much. Not as much, but there's still, you know, each child has new. Of course. But like when you're first going through it, it's like I didn't really know that like I would feel like nauseous in the middle of the night, like the way that I do. I didn't know, like, I just didn't know physically and mentally what would happen. All I could know was like, okay, I've made this decision. Like, we're just going to go with it and like pray for the best. But I have just been shocked at like the fact that I guess like in this time, you really need people like you need you you hope obviously that you have like a supportive man in your life which mine literally fled which should be it's that's like a mental illness to like get someone pregnant and like dip completely like that's that's like a whole other (laughs) situation (laughs) but like so you hope you have that right but if you don't have that then at least you hope that like you have other people like friends and stuff Mm -hmm. and While I've said this before, I'm grateful for, like, the few friends that I have. I've also, like, a lot of my other friends that I thought we were close, it's like, I don't want to sound like a bitch, but it's like something has changed in our friendship Mm -hmm. where... It's very uh, revealing. Yeah, and it's, it's hard for us. Like, they won't even answer my texts and whatever. And so I feel like in these times where... Like, I've really fucking needed people, and they haven't really been there. Like, that makes me want to be alone even more. But that, so I just like become more and more of a shut in, but like, I don't actually want to be alone. Yeah, no. You know? Because like, you have to find your support, like, who will actually support you genuinely, you know? Not forcefully, not feeling, because they have to. Right. Yeah. It'll weed out the ones, though, where you're like, you don't even want their half ass support. 
it's weird yeah but it's weird because you expect it more because it's like you too like i didn't i didn't think you would be someone to right or like i thought or it's like oh we claudia you can't drink so like don't you don't have to come over like we don't have to chill it's like okay i know i can't drink but like i'm still like like you're still a person you're yeah still like, and you're still, still who you are you just have another element added to you so right. kind of may, it may need like some revision of the capacity of your friendship but well, i think also i've realized that, like a lot of people and i i'm grateful that i didn't become this but i'm looking at my friends now like when I was in my early 20s, I think I really romanticized being like a drunk mess all the time. You know, like I would fucking do drugs or coke or whatever, like between classes and pass out in front of my like literally pass out in front of my apartment, like drink whenever we felt like literally smoke cigarettes inside. I was a de- I was such a degenerate. It was disgusting. But I was like 21, 22. It was socially vaguely acceptable. And I was still kind of in school. I was like a had internships and I was a writer and whatever, but I think a lot of my friends, unfortunately, or there's people who never grow out of that. And like, if you are still in that phase in your late twenties and thirties, I think first of all, it's a, it's a, it's a big problem. Like if you're still romanticizing being a drunk mess when you're 30, but also it makes it, I guess, hard, even when you want to still be friends with them, it makes it hard to relate to people when like, they're like, oh, well, you can't drink or like you can't really have fun. So like we're good on you. It's it, it's a weird thing. It has made me realize, though, like I don't know how people are sober for their entire lives. I'm grateful I don't actually have a drinking problem because I like like alcohol. Drinking is great. There's something about being able to have a conversation with people while you're a little bit tipsy or just drinking and enjoying yourself where there's like a freedom that comes from it. It's just better than being completely sober all the time, I think. No, yeah, I, I definitely agree. It um, what they call it, what liquid courage. Yeah, but I also can't imagine drinking while pregnant because I literally feel hungover all the time. Yeah. Like that, like that's like my only real pregnancy symptom is like, I wake up. First of all, I wake up in the middle of the night, fucking tear. Like I feel like this is my greatest cardio right now. Is just like I never had this before. Just like night terrors. Like I wake up in in the middle of the night. And my mind is just like racing Mm. with like every possible thing that's happening that could go wrong. Like I feel like everything is super surreal that my life isn't even like I'm looking at it. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? No, I know that feeling. It's crazy. But like and and I never had it before. But like my it's like five in the morning and I'm like, please let me go back to sleep. Like, please. And I'm instead lying there thinking about some horror that happened like it's like the hypotheticals you're like right none of this has even happened yet like right and or and then i'll I'll fixate on something that isn't even about me like again i was watching this i need to get out of the house but i was watching this youtube video about the kennedys like the kennedy curse because they all like die like a lot of the kennedys have been obviously they're assassinated or they've like drowned or they've died in plane crashes or whatever and the first like kennedy sister or one of the Kennedy sisters, her name was Rosemary. I learned this a few days ago. I wish I never had, but now it's something, another terror for me to think about at five in the morning is she, I guess she like lost apparently some oxygen at birth or something. So she was always like a little bit slower than her other siblings. Like, but she was a regular teenager. She was like a regular person, but I guess she was like a slight embarrassment to her father or something. 
So anyway, this was like the 40s. Medicine, surgery was not... I mean, I wouldn't want to have brain surgery now, but like I wouldn't want to have it in the fucking 40s. So her dad went and scheduled her for a lobotomy, like a brain surgery, or where they like stick something in your fucking brain. And the whole procedure was completely botched. She ended up having the brain of a two-year-old for the rest of her life, and they locked her in like an asylum because they were embarrassed of her for decades, which is crazy. And I wish, like, I don't know why I'm telling you this story, but it's just something else that added to my night terrors. But anyway, it's like every night I wake up in the middle of the night just fucking horrified about, like, everything that is going on, even though it's not that bad, and it is everything that I asked for. So I have valid concerns. Well, Rosemary's lobotomy is not a valid concern of mine. It happened 70 years ago. (laughs) But, I mean, you're just concerned about, like, the... Your the trajectory of like um I'm talking about trajectory the trajectory of like where you're headed and possibilities sure. of like giving birth and you it's and fucking scary so many possibilities and it's like day by day you never know like what's gonna happen it's crazy yeah. and no it is it is scary and the one person my doctor she's such a bitch who's supposed to be comforting I, this is the last thing let's talk about this before <laughs> that we get out of here really surprised me <laughs> she's such a like I don't even say the word can you say I don't I'm not gonna say it I don't want to get banned on YouTube I'll put a little whatever she's such a kind like I don't even use that word but anyway and I kind of my fault because I think I probably walked into this with the wrong energy if we believe in energy which like I think energy is real I don't like hospitals I feel like hospitals are death morgues my dad died in a hospital like my mom almost died in a hospital I've had bad experiences in hospitals I've had doctors over prescribe me medication that I've almost died and ended up back in the hospital like I don't like them. Of course, there's a use for them. Of course, I don't want to have a major complication and not be in a hospital. Time and a place. I get it. I have a lot of respect for doctors. However, I also have respect for like other forms of medicine and the idea that you don't always need to rely on like every prescription to treat something like I think that sometimes you can treat the root of a cause and you don't need like a million antidepressants and antibiotics and everything that is so overprescribed now. So my view on like Western medicine, I guess, is like probably a little problematic to some people, but they're going to call me like an Alex Jones conspiracy anti-vaxxer, whatever. But I just don't believe that like doctors always get it right because I've seen them get it wrong and I want them to always get it right. But I I don't, I don't believe that. And so when I called, cause when you're pregnant, you need to like find a provider and a doctor, whatever. So I called a few hospitals and like the hospital that I found, I'm not even, and I'm not going to say it on the thing. Cause I don't want like, not that I have any stalkers, but I don't want anyone to like know where I'm going. Yeah, but anyway, no. the hospital that I found, it's like nearby in Atlanta. It's like one of the best hospitals in Atlanta. They looked like they had a really good, like, maternity OBGYN situation. I was like, all right, bet, let's go. Not cheap, not cheap at all. Like, and I don't have health insurance, but like it's expensive. Like it's costing me $6,000 out of pocket for like everything. So first of all, I assume if I'm paying you $6,000, you're going to be nice to me at least. Like bare minimum. Because I'm going to want a refund. Right. Like the first thing I said was like, I want a more like unmedicated hospital situation. I don't want to be induced. I don't want a C-section. I want a doctor who like understands that like I want things to go as best as they can. And if I need help, you're there. But I don't want all medical intervention because fucking me, another rabbit hole. But I think this is true. There is a thing called like 
oh my god what is it called it's like the cascade of interventions when you're pregnant which is like they give you one thing to help a problem when you're in labor and then that thing that they that medicine creates another problem so they start have to start giving you all this other shit and this is a whole documented phenomenon this like really happens and this is why so many women in america and in the world but especially in america have extremely traumatic births like we have the highest rate of birth trauma in the entire world i believe it which makes no fucking sense we have the high i think one of the highest rates of like maternal like when you die when you're giving birth Mm -hmm. we have the worst scares me it's so fucking scary it's it's we have some of the worst statistics in the world and it makes no sense as you start doing research why we're even like performing labor and birth the way that we are like everything from the fact that like we lie on our back like no i just saw this lady deliver a baby and i'm gonna find the video for you she was standing up she didn't even make it to the table i saw that video pulled it like by the leg and i was like whoa but it i think like as um your your body even like um tmi but like they say historically like using the bathroom you're actually supposed to be like legs up like st- st- sitting up like this because it helps like the yes. middle of your body like whatever you need to push down yes. to fall not be on your back and push out like, yes you know uh, gravity even is kind of just like just let it fall down literally so you're not supposed to be lying on your back like, and like so- the first thing they tell you is get on your back and like spread your legs and apparently they did that because it was easier for like male doctors to like have access but it's like not good for the woman this is not for the male doctors right like, this has nothing to do with the right like, if i need to be sit- standing in this like contraption please like so this baby can fall out of right me. i think that's why it takes so long too because you're pushing and pushing and 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 straining and popping muscles and it's it's uh, no it's it's so like i've never experienced it and i pray that like i was an emergency c-section i know so many women that have had mm. like so much fucking trauma and that was the first thing i said to her is like pretty much explaining this but mm -hmm. in like a nicer way because i know doctors can be super defensive Mm -hmm. and the thing the first thing she said was like well we're surgeons and like this is one of the best like wards in like atlanta so we're here like she was just so defensive and i was like i understand i'm not attacking you i'm paying you i know that you can help me but like please hear where i'm coming from I'm expressing my concern yeah like some, and um, she's like well we can just induce you and i was like i don't that's literally what i'm telling you i, I don't want i said if you refer back to the beginning yeah i mentioned uh so my birthday was yesterday and my mom reminded me that i was in labor for 12 hours with you and i was Fuck. like 12 hours i was almost like I'm so happy to be here, but 12 hours? It's crazy. That's and, a long time. And 12, my mom was in labor for 20 hours with me. Oh. And then she had to have an emergency C-section. It's uh, like... All of that pushing and you still just cut me yeah. open? Oh. No, it's crazy. So you never know what's oh, going to happen. Yeah. But also I think like the fact that we have such... And I'm not a doctor, so please don't like get at me saying, Claudia, you don't know what you're talking about. I know I don't know what I'm talking about. But I also can like see the situation and be like maybe we shouldn't be like going against nature. Like when you think about it, having like being in labor is a natural thing. People Mm -hmm. have been doing it for quite a very long. So like your body should know what to do, Mm -hmm. even though I can only imagine it's probably going to be the worst pain of my life. But like your, I think your body is supposed to know what to do. So anyway, I have to go back to the doctor tomorrow actually. And I'm horrified because you positive vibes for your visit thank you well last time i went this woman 
the nurse, she was also such a bitch. She like has to take my blood pressure and I'm already freaking out and I don't want them to be like, your blood pressure is dangerously high. You're about to like stroke out. That's like one of my biggest fears because I used, for some reason, maybe because I used to smoke and like be an alcoholic degenerate. I remember when I was like 19 and I had pneumonia and it was really bad. I went to the hospital and they took my blood pressure and it was like crazy high. And they were, they looked at me, they're like, you shouldn't have blood pressure that's this high. But like, we're going to give you something. They gave me Ativan, this anti-anxiety medication, because they were like concerned that my, I was about to stroke out like in the hospital. Mm. So anyway, it's just a fear of mine that my blood pressure is always going to be high. So I try to like relax before getting the machine. Obviously, the hospital vibe isn't doesn't really help relaxing, but it is what it is. And this woman, I have like my purse with me and like my phone and I put it on the chair beside me so she can like take my arm and she was like ma'am you're gonna need to hold your stuff you can't leave your belongings unattended and I was like are you fucking kidding me anyway they're just so mean tomorrow I have to go get blood work done again and I'm honestly not looking forward to it because I don't like getting blood and also are you scared of needles uh I can deal with it I because I just have weird experiences with doctors i did have a situation once when i was getting all my vaccines as a kid that um the doctor it was this literally it's like statistically like one in a million but the needle bounced out of my arm and went into his arm like it, it literally did like a 180 and thankfully i was a kid i didn't have like aids or anything and he was okay but um wow. it happened so i don't mind however i got blood taken um a couple months ago and i swear to god i don't know if i'm just a hypochondriac but i swear like they fucked my vein up in some way and when i'm walking sometimes like i still it just doesn't feel normal so and it's gonna be that bitch nurse who told me to hold my purse so hopefully she can be nice to me and everything will be fine and they also tell you because every the weird thing about pregnancy in america is that everything is like elective but it's not So like when you go to the doctor, they'll tell you, okay, we can do, you know, 50 ultrasounds. You're going to have to pay extra for us. I'm not doing all of those. And we can do, there's something called like the Tdap vaccine, which is like an extra vaccine that protects you from something, but apparently it can cause you to have miscarriages. I'm not getting that. I think I'm good. I think it's like for cervical cancer or something, whatever. Um, There's all of these tests. And then there's like all this blood work where they can test if your kid is like going to be like a genius or like an idiot or like if it's going to have any developmental disorders on the like pre process of just like them scanning you. and Yeah. And a lot of it from like blood work. But it's a little bit scary and it's really hard to stay calm in these situations, at least for me, because they're literally running tests about like, will your kid have Down syndrome? Like, will your kid whatever? And part of me almost wants to be like, I don't even want the test. Like, I kind of just want to like hope for the best yeah. you know and also no one in my family has had you know knock on wood really any developmental yeah, disorders and i'm relatively healthy so i i think it's going to be fine but like it is a stressful thing and i think because like everything is a business like there are they're like you go and you kind of pay the fees and you get the basic care and then they give you like 40 million add-ons it's like you're at an ice cream shop and like which toppings would you want to add and they have like every possible add-on and it's just it's a little bit much it's a little bit much and it's a little bit it's hard like too many options yeah and, and just everything and then they make you feel like a crazy anti-vaxxer when you tell them that you don't want you know every possible invasive thing like when my mom was pregnant with me they i don't it's just i don't know i believe in like holistic shit um, is crazy experiences i have a friend who she performed uh, at home birth and she had like a doula and it was mm-hmm. really like She's just a lot more into, I think, 
like less medication, that kind of aspect. Yeah. And she's like, doesn't really like hospitals either. So she had everything at home. And I mean, see, I really want that. I'm mm-hmm. just afraid that. No, I, there's a lot of concerns with that, too, because it's like, like you, know, you don't have the access to the, the hospital if you needed it. Right. If, so. And that seems like the most scary thing is like right. if you do need it and you don't know what's going on and then to rush to a hospital like. That seems really scary, but I also think there's something to be said about, like, not always fix... I mean, it's coming... This sounds dumb coming from me, but, like, not always fixating on, like, the worst possible scenario. So I do want that, but also... I I almost want to, like, have someone else, like a doula or a midwife, like, Mm -hmm. that comes also, but then I feel like my doctor is going to, like, shoot them or something. I don't know. I mean, you know, it doesn't make the hospital's money. It doesn't make the doctor's money, so they don't, you know, encourage those options at all. Right. Yeah, they don't at all. Um, it's just it's strange to me how there's like two I mean it's it's not strange it's depressing a little bit how there's like two extremely different schools of thought that you realize exist when you become pregnant it's like the traditional medical route of like OBGYNs which are trained as surgeons and they look at pregnancy as like this is a you know high risk medical event that happens in someone's life and then there's like the midwives and doulas and a lot of midwives are also trained as nurses so they have some crossover training but they're not trained as surgeons they can't do c-sections and shit like that but they still like they know what is going on Mm -hmm. and i just feel like they're a lot more in tune with the body versus like what these charts say and what these things say And and i and i also i appreciate people who don't just like and I'm not saying all doctors are like this, but I think mine is. And this is exactly what I was trying to avoid is like, I appreciate people who don't just go off the textbook answer mm-hmm. because like the textbook answers are usually fucking not a- completely accurate either. It's really given like it's applicable. You know, each situation is different, right? Like the textbook is not going to cover all. No, exactly. And even, and that goes so far beyond pregnancy, but like with literally everything in life, there's always like, other things going on and usually in the textbook answers or you know the mainstream answers too there's usually like money involved like some of the shit it's yeah i don't know i I, i'm I'm tempted to like go full conspiracy theorist with everything but did you know even and this is going to reveal that i've been watching too many youtube videos let's leave it here but like First of all, pray for me tomorrow and my my blood work and that my kid doesn't have Down syndrome. So knock on wood. I think my kid's going to be smart. I feel like my kid's going to be lit. But anyway, <laughs> says every extremely stable mother. I feel like my kid is going to be lit. Um, it's fine. But uh, yeah, the textbook answers are not always right. And I think that's why other types of media now are... It's exciting. I mean... It's scary if people completely depend on alternative types of media, too. I don't think that, like, you should fully depend on, you know, Alex Jones and Joe Rogan and whoever else. As as entertaining as they are, and I actually think Joe Rogan's pretty level-headed. He's not, like, full Alex Jones. But as tempting as it is to be like, oh, the mainstream information is wrong, so fuck it, I'm going all the way over here. I think that's also dangerous. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's not necessarily enough people who can sift through shit and form their own opinions and like not take everything at face value. Like even, did you know, I had no fucking idea. Did you know that like recycling is like 99% a scam? I found out and I'm, well, not all the way. So I don't know what is that you're going to, you know, come with the information after this. But, um, I was a big, like 
I was like transitioning my family. Like, we have to recycle. Yeah. I was the main like catalyst Me in the family. Too. I was just like, put the plastics in this. I'll be in charge of dropping it off to the thing and blah, blah, blah. And then I found out they just throw it like in the trash as well. Well, because it's For more. For the most part. And it's just like, that's so sickening. Because it's more expensive to actually reuse plastics than it is to just make new plastic. Wow. And apparently. Expen- but that's so sad because even though it's more expensive, it's like, what is actually going into the landfills? No, it's and fucked. The- exactly. So, no, so it's, it's like- literally fucked and now micro did you know oh my god and it's this only is, expensive right now but think about how expensive it's going to be in 50 years it's well already the costs are hidden from us but they are very much not hidden from us because it's leading like okay i believe that a sh- like a lot of cancer in the world it's because like endocrine disruptors it's because whatever it's because your body becomes polluted plastics are cancerous plastics are literally cancer causing chemicals like they leach into our food they leach into whatever but because there's all of this plastic contamination from landfills and also a lot of asian countries we sell our garbage to like china and shit like we sell our waste to other countries and we're like just deal with it that's literally what happens so when they get our garbage we don't know what it where it goes it's assumed that a lot of them are dumping it in the ocean so all of this plastic landfill is ending up in the ocean and that's why microplastic contamination is so 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 crazy high that like apples apparently are one of the highest forms of microplastics so when you bite into an apple most of the time especially the regular apples that you get at like the grocery store not like some farmer's market i need to go to yours like we talked about before but regular apples it's like one of the highest forms of microplastics so when you bite into an apple you're actually biting into like a million pieces of plastic even sea salt sea salt because the the plastic contamination in the ocean is so high now sea salt is contaminated with fucking microplastics every like fish everything so we're eating plastic with like every single day it's in everything. It's literally unavoidable. Actually, one of my most interesting stories that I ever wrote, and it was never published because they were the newspaper I worked for was afraid that DuPont, the Teflon manufacturer, which is also you know in line with plastics, they were afraid that they would sue us, which they probably would. Oh, but I was also like 25 years old and had absolutely no resources or really credentials to even be taking on a story this big. But it was true, which is like DuPont created a chemical when they created Teflon, and it didn't exi- exist in, I don't know, like the 40s and 50s and shit. I don't remember. It was, this was years ago, so I don't remember exactly the year that it came out. But there was a giant class action lawsuit filed against them in the early 2000s because this chemical that literally did not exist before, it didn't exist in any life forms. It is a proven carcinogen. It's proven to be cancerous. The people who worked at the plant all got fucking cancer. It's like so bad for you. It didn't exist on earth before. And now it's in like 99.8% of life forms because it doesn't biodegrade. Like it's just in everything now. So they filed a giant class action lawsuit. DuPont lost. They swore they would remake the formula to not include this chemical they remade it put in a new chemical and now apparently that shit is doing the exact same thing Mm. like it's anyway it's just there's so many other things going on like below the surface of what we're told is like you know an apple is healthy yeah an apple is healthy but like you're eating like plastic bags like where does this apple come from (laughs) right and and I understand that maybe it's too much to deal with. Like a lot of us just want to like pay bills and, you know, have families and like live a decent life. But also a lot of people are like, not my problem because by the time the repercussions from this, like really are felt, I, I might be gone. Right. But Which it is, is our so problem. Selfish Cause it's like, that's our future and our kids futures. And you know, back to right. like just 
giving life and letting them have a decent life. For sure. And it is our problem too, because it is, it affects our health right. too. It's just hard. Cause it's like at a certain point, like what the fuck can you do? I mean, yeah, I can bitch about all of this, but like, what can I really do? Right. Cause me in the ocean trying to like, literally i mean for plastic there are some like billionaires who organized i think this year like a 30 million dollar plastic waste removal from the ocean where they removed like 30 million tons or something like that of plastic which is really that's really dope i would love listen you guys before we go let me say this um in my environmental spree just kidding. But I really want to get this podcast to a place where I'm not saying I'm like, I'm going to be like Steve will do it, but I want to get this podcast to a place where like we are making enough money where I can like go and give it to people and like causes and shit that actually like will do something mm-hmm. and like just help people because life is so miserable most of the time. Even when you're doing well, I feel like one of the only, I don't know, like, actually rewarding satisfying things would be like okay i actually like helped this situation like i actually got the plastics out of the fucking apples but anyway so please <laughs> like subscribe comment i think we, i only have 50 subscribers right now so if we could please get that up to like a thousand or something that's probably unrealistic but at the, right now but i hope it's not actually let me not say it's unrealistic everything it is, is possible everything is possible yeah. one th- th- this is the road for from 50 to a million subscribers we're on it right now so please uh like and do all of that stuff and yeah do you have any closing remarks avery i'm so happy to be here thank you for having me um sit beside you you're like please let me leave no oh my gosh no this is cool i love um just being a part of some magic and you know broke bitch anonymous out avery you're free to go (laughs) thank you guys like the video